Welcome to Let the Bible Speak. That's what we want to do. We want to let the Bible speak. There are a lot of voices in this world that would seek to lead us in different directions, but God has given us a book, the scripture, um, and it's been given to us to guide us, give us um, the way we should go to encounter us, challenge us, teach us, do all sorts of things in our lives. And so um, I'm here today. My name is Josh Elder alongside Mr. Henderson Palmer. Amen. And uh, John Chetta. Hello. He's checking his phone right now. I'm, I'm, so I'm he's really in this thing. I'm getting queued he's up in, with the audio. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We're going to do something a little bit special today. We'll do something new. Yeah. Um, so we have started this series that we're doing for the podcast on prayer. And uh, we happen to kind of have a um, experience of where prayer can lead and usually what, what prayer can lead to um, in very special ways, which is uh, revival. Right. And uh, where the, the Spirit of God manifests itself in a very powerful way and present among the people. Um, so that either the people are, are moved to repent, um, to seek God, you know, uh, there's just a... You know, the, the name itself implies something, revival, because you think about like when somebody's like unconscious, right. Right. and you revive them. Right. So when we have a revival, it's almost like an indication of where we were right before it happened. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That, that kind of like spiritual sleep that I think this country's been in. Yeah. And so you, you bring life back to people, uh, through revival. Um, and, but it's a movement of God, right? Right. And and what do you think? What are you going to say, Henderson? Well, I was just listening. Um, that was a good definition of, you know, revival, you know, bringing back into consciousness, bringing Mm -hmm. back into, you know, being aware. Yeah. God conscience too at that. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and there's different ways we use it. So we can talk like religiously, we can say, well, we're going to go have a revival. Right. Right. And so w- what do we mean when we say something like that, Henderson? W- what are we talking about? Yeah. So from, you know, from a religious standpoint, when we having a revival, we trying to, you know, from, from what I'm saying is like, you, you're trying to get a people, God's people, you're trying to get a group of people to, you know, get back into an attitude of worship towards mm-hmm. God. Get you know, getting back into like man, in fear of God, really. Yeah. So like you have to wake them back up to what God is saying to us in His Word. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, the revival that you you were talking to us about just before coming up. That you're so going to do yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. What's the mission of that? Like, if you were to like, is that what you know? So yeah. so the listeners know, right? Henderson's going to do a revival. In um, at Rayburn at Rayburn at Rayburn Correctional Center, uh, yeah. And so the the uh, the the main goal in that revival is because the conditions right now inside the prison, there's a lot of, you know, the conduct is you know this bad conduct reports inside the prison, and there's a lot of, you know, misbehaving inside the prison, a lot of hopelessness setting in inside of the prison setting. So what we're trying to do. It's trying to stimulate some hope mm. and just trying to stimulate that, man, God hasn't forgotten about you. God still loves you. God mm. still has a purpose for your life, mm. despite of, you know, the situation or the circumstance that you're actually in mm. to try to revive them to get back into worship, really. Yeah. So like when, when you when y'all are doing this 
are you doing it for the whole prison? Are you doing it for just a part of the prison? What 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 what's this gonna happen? Well, there, tomorrow? there's a few people that's gonna be excluded, like the guys that's on extended lockdown and that's in the working cell blocks. Okay. But it's, it's for the whole compound, and hopefully everybody comes. It's open for everybody that's on the general and that's in general population. Yeah, and I know that there's there's a couple, what two churches that are in the prison, basically two, kind yeah, of, two or three. There's two. I think there's two churches there's two like in-house churches that's inside the prison right now and there's they coming together and they are for this yeah for this revival yeah absolutely. that's awesome yeah that's pretty awesome man and uh and i'm i'm starting i'm and thank god that i'm um i'm honored to be able to be a part of it yeah and tomorrow is gonna be um i'm starting a revival off and actually i'm gonna be dealing in the area of you know just getting back in relationship with jesus mm. You know, just, you know, how to, how to fight back, man. And cause the enemy, like you said in the podcast, every time before we start, there's a lot of voices out there mm. that's going to try to, that's, that's seeking, like you say, to steer us in a certain direction, but we have to, man, we have to be careful. We have to be aggressive and telling ourselves, man, what does the Bible has to say? Mm. What is God saying to me in this moment and in this situation? Yeah. Because where God, when God speaks to us, and I got to preach, man, and I, and I can just feel the sermon coming out. But Come on now. When God speaks to us, man, he speaks to us in power. And if you can hear his voice, if you can hear God's voice, it's powerful. It's very powerful, man. Case in point. Case in point. In the book of John, Lazarus was actually dead. Mm-hmm. And, why, why, and I can only imagine just, you know, using my mind's eye. When he died, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of weeping over him, mm-hmm. and his sisters yep. probably was crying. Right. And at, when after he died, he couldn't hear that voice. He couldn't hear those voices, the uh-huh. weeping and the crying. Yeah. But when Jesus came and he said, Lazarus, come forth, it was powerful because he heard that voice. Even though he was dead. Even though he was dead, and he was able to come out. Mm. Man. And so that's the type of revival that people need. Because a lot of times your situation may seem like, man, everything is just dead. Nothing is happening good for me. I'm yep. not going to be able to come out of this. I got canceled. I got this. There's no hope for me. There is hope. Yeah. Amen. And if God speak a word in your life, man, because, look, he spoke a word in my life. I've been in that situation before, Brother Josh and listeners, to whereas I thought, man, my life was over with. But God spoke a word in my life, and yeah. here I am today. Yeah. That's, that's, it's a, that's a, that's a great, uh, way to even think about revival because it's, it was only the voice of Jesus in that instance that could call to a man who was deceased. That's right. To who was dead. Yeah. And so in the same way in revival, we're seeking to hear the voice that has the power over the dead. Absolutely. So you were, you were explaining that there are kind of different ways of using the word revival. There's the planned revival with a mission statement and like your plan. That's right. Um, And then there's this spontaneous 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 revival. revival. Yeah. And, 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 you know, uh, Christians, you know, I, I love our own people, but, uh, sometimes most of them, most, right. But, <laughs> but, but sometimes we're, it's we terrible. are so stick, we're so sticklers yep. and we're right. such, uh, we, 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 we have to define things so, so preciously, you know, so clearly that it's, it, and it really just, it becomes anyway, anyway, it comes a sense of control. Right. And mm. so like, yes. so, like, so sometimes when people say, oh, well, Henderson's going to go do a revival and somebody will come along thinking they're real religious and go, well, it's not a revival. 
because, you know, we don't know that anybody's going to be revived. Right. And it's like, well, at the same time, mm-hmm. what he's telling you, if you don't realize it, is is his intentions right. is to tell people about the reviver. That's right. And, yeah. and, and, That's and, right. and nice. to, to go in the intention of God reviving people right. among them. And so, like, people have this argument back and forth where it's like, but what they're really just talking over each other because one is saying, no, we're, when we're going to do a revival we're we have an intention to seek God and to have God do something here. It's the ex like, I, you know, we're told to pray and expect God to answer us. Exactly. That's right. In faith. Yeah, man, man. When I, when I um, attend any kind of, it, it can be a church service of, you know, quote unquote revival, man, I'm looking to hear, Mm something from God. Yeah. I'm just really looking to hear cause his words are powerful. His mm-hmm. words are true. God is miraculous and he is still performing miracles in the lives of his people. Even today. Yeah. Cause a lot, cause I'm gonna be honest, man. When I used to read the Bible early on, I used to be like, man, look what Jesus did that for that person. He did this for that person. He raised this person from the dead. He healed this person from this sickness open the eyes of this person blindly be like, man, would he do something like that for me today? Would that, can that miracle be performed? A miracle of that magnitude. Can it be performed in my life? Yeah. And that was the question I had. And today I can say, man, yes, God is still performing miracle. Cause man, I don't, I don't been in situations where the doctors gave up on me sick beyond the doctor's comprehension. But God spoke to me, man, and said, Henderson, you will be healed. By mm. my stripes, you are healed. I believe that. Mm. And I'm healed today. Right. 100%. Amen. I thank God for that, man. So, yeah, there's, there is a, there's an expectation of God's presence showing up. And, um, and, you know, so John and I uh, went earlier this week to, um, to Kentucky where uh, – if you've heard anything about it, you might've heard it on, on the news or whatever, that there's a revival mm. that is breaking out in Kentucky where, um, this man preached a, a, a sermon and I listened to the sermon. It's a, it's a normal sermon. And I think that number one, like people begin almost immediately to look for the human instrument that creates a revival, but it's never a human instrument that right. creates a revival. It's, it's a, it's a, it's the power of God. That's right. And so this person preached a normal sermon. Cause I think of what Paul says when he says, you know, I didn't come to you with, with a uh, wise and persuasive speech, right. but I came to you in a demonstration of the spirit's power. Amen. You know what I mean? And so in the same, same sense, I think this man, he preached a, 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 a what would be, I would, I would, I watched, it was a great sermon. What was, what it was impactful to me wasn't just his words, but it was the spirit, mm. the spirit in which I felt, uh, as he was speaking and, um, he finished up preaching. It was a, just a, a group of students who were there, some of them stay behind and he didn't tell them to, uh, he said, I'll be around and pray with you if you want to pray or see God or anything like that. Hmm. So some of them answered that call and, and, and stayed around and, and prayed to see God. And then others joined them and then more joined them. And soon enough, there was, uh, so many, that they were worshiping for, uh, 24 hours And to this day, so this was last Wednesday that it began. Um, today is Thursday and they've been going for a week straight and a day day. straight, 24 hours a day. 
praising God, awesome, worshiping man. God, seeking awesome. God. And so um, for me uh, on, I think it was like Saturday, I, I started to think to myself, I have studied revivals for a very long time, the great revivals, the revivals that happen um, like in 1904, 1905, uh, the, the, um, mm. the uh, Welsh revival, right. which was uh, just a movement of the spirit of God um, when a few students, once again, right. started to pray and seek God and it moved such in a powerful way that all of, all of, uh, Wales was affected and, um, and it spread across the world, you know, and there's, there's the great awakenings that happened right. where, where, you know, it was either George Whitfield or John Wesley or Jonathan Edwards or all these different people who were involved in, in this, this revival where the spirit just moved in such a way that it brought about a special conviction of the spirit. People were uh, given over to repentance to, for life change, and they gave themselves to God. And And it almost always begins like what you said when you use the word revival to go, like we're going to go do a revival tomorrow, is, is we want to seek God. Mm-hmm. We want to seek him. And you might say like, okay, well, that seems real basic, you know, um, seeking God in worship. But the truth of the matter is, is as John and I went to this this place on um and uh, at Asbury on um, on uh, Monday, there was a spirit about that place, right? And the spirit, you know, and this is what I, t- I kind of I told people. I said I felt like as I was there, the sense of God that was there, like what was in the hearts of the people, kind of overtook me, right? So in other words, I don't I don't feel like it was something that I had in me, but I feel like in fact that it was something that I was feeling from them. And it was this desperation for God. Wow. They wanted God there now. Right here. Right. Go ahead. And it's interesting, man, when, when, especially when two or more gathered, man. Yeah. And, and the worships of God or in seeking God or just expecting that God is going to show up. Yeah. In a mighty way. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I do have a question. So, cause I know you left, you left Louisiana and everything that you had going on, even the business of your schedule to yeah. go and man, I want to be a part of this revival. Right. And so when you get there, especially, you know, you, what were you, what were your expectations? What would you expect? And outside of just, you know, just having a good feeling of worship with God, but what were you even expecting as you was even, you know, arriving at the place? That's a great, that's a great question. Cause so, I think God was with me in a lot of this because when I, w- I was telling somebody, when I was a younger Christian, uh, I would go to something like this and have great expectations right. of like, uh, you know, something I needed desperately that I knew I was only going to get in this place. But as I've grown with the Lord and walking with the Lord, I've, I've come to know that it's not the place. It's not even the time but that what what the lord's great revival that really needs to happen is in the heart of every human being and in their in their life and 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 our walk with god right and and our daily walk and so like when i went there i had, we just had the the speaker go off for right. for a second but when i when i went there i had the expectation this was my expectation i knew i wanted i had studied revivals for a long time and i've never been a part of one and so I knew that I wanted to go and see what it was like. 
Right. So my expectation at the time was just to go and see, like when, when it says in the scripture, come and see, right. Come and see. And, uh, um, that's kind of how I wanted to, I wanted to go and see like a fly on the wall. And really my only expectation was, is I hope to have a fresh encounter with God in the sense of as pastors, sometimes we get drained out. Right. You know what I mean? Like we, 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 we feel like we, we're an empty vessel. Um, because we're, we're either, uh, you know, not, not worshiping God enough in our own lives mm. or we're not, there's we're a not... difference between doing church and going to church. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a big difference for us. Um, particularly cause when we go to church, our worship is to give the sermon. Our worship is to, uh, preach. There is a special gift yeah, that, that comes with that. There's a special indwelling that comes with that, but we, that means we miss out on, what a normal churchgoer gets, which is, is to worship yeah. without responsibility. You know, there is something to be said of the gift of being able to, uh, that maybe, you know, the, the, the trade, the trade off, I guess is, um, going to church and sitting in a pew and, and worshiping God is, is wonderful, but there is something kind of wonderful about preaching and being and yeah. allowing the spirit to kind of, you know, take over. And so that it is worshipful. Preaching is worshipful, Absolutely. but there is a, yeah. there Absolutely. is a big difference. Uh, and, and this last, this trip, you know, being able to just worship, worship, yeah, and, no and, expectations. Yeah. And, and that's, I think when we, when we went, um, part of my expectation was, is like, I knew right, almost right away. I have some friends who had some connections on the campus that he was like, you know, if you want to meet these people and you want to go do this, you want to go do that. And I, and I knew that the Lord was just telling me, no, just go. Right. Don't worry about like busying right. yourself. Yeah. Do not worry about it, but come, come see. And, uh, and so, yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes, sometimes they might not have, and this is for the listeners, even for us, because sometimes you might just feel like, cause I've been talking to people lately and they just feel like, man, I need a little bit more of God, man. I just need, you know, a refreshing of the spirit so I can see things a different way, so I can combat this problem I'm dealing with in a, in a mighty way that I would overcome it. And, and a lot of times that's what revival be about. But sometimes, man, you just need to be able to get to a place where you can hear from God. You yeah. need to just hear God's voice, whether it, you know, it, and just like it started in this particular situation, it started in a church service. That's it. It not and and it wasn't and from what I'm gathering yeah. from you guys, it wasn't say oh we're gonna have a revival. Right. No. It just broke out like that. He was like, so we're continuing our sermon series, you know, right. or like you right, know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't right. like it wasn't like and now we're gonna do something yeah. completely different. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, no. And so, man, just for the listeners, man, if you just feel like you need to be revived or you need to be awakened to what God is saying, you know, I would just say start off by you know just going to church. Yeah. Yeah. Go to church because God is speaking in the church. He's using the pastors, and I thank God for you guys. He's using pastors and preachers to speak his word. Yeah. And that's the duty of the pastor. So every time I go to church, I'm always, and I, and I thank God for the mentor that I had, man. Before y'all go to church, I'm always praying for the pastors. I need to hear a word from the pastor. You know, this pastor has something in him that I need, so I'm praying that he'll say it this morning because mm-hmm. so I, I need to hear it. Speak through him, Lord, so that I can hear something that's from you. And that that's that's how I approach going to church. But there's an important part of what you just said, which is your approach. Right. So in other words, like um uh going to church is great and we should always, you know, because God can break through even our whatever our intentions are or whatever our approaches are to to meet us. But when you go to church, you have an expectation right that God is going to meet you there. 
Exactly. And, and so um, some people go to church just out of obligation. Some people go there not having really, you know, we do right. this every Sunday. That's what we do. Right. right? And we, traditionally, we're gonna I sing. go to church on Sundays. Right. Yeah. And, and we're going to do the same stuff. Right. Song, 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 sermon, song, yeah. giving, song, you know, right. like finish off, call, call. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is that comes off. Right. And so you but you go with an intention that. I'm gonna insight. I'm gonna seek God here. Yeah, and what I go with, man, is be like I need. So you're saying you, you like you go to you go to church in the same way you approach scripture, yeah. you right. know? Like absolutely, I, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm going, man, with expectation. I need insight for this journey that I'm on mm. because life has challenges. Yeah, sin yeah. is out there. Let's not you know don't be not we're not naive to that. Yeah. You know? So what am I gonna do when temptation comes? Lord, strengthen me with your word that I would have something in my heart. You know, in the, in the scripture where it says, I have hidden my word. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I need something so that when sin comes or when a temptation comes, I need the word of God in me to fight that off. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not going to act this way. I'm not going to act out irrationally because God wants me to humble myself. So by default, by me going to church and hearing God's word, I can I have something to fight with daily. Insights yeah. for the journey. And, and this is something that I think we experienced there of what I was trying to terribly describe. But, um, yeah. So I have to confess something. I, ahead, uh, yeah, I had to step out relatively quickly to go, um, get, uh, two people wanted to join the church and I saw the man outside the window waving at me. And so, uh, and, and I, they were like, and they, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the people on the thing were like, Wait, "Why isn't John not?" Yeah, too, right? normally he he no, yeah, yeah, normally he's saying yeah. some kind of nonsense. So I did. I stepped away for I don't know. It must have been a, a few minutes. But, yeah, but um, but so one of the things I don't I, was, I don't want to repeat anything that's no, already been said. But what I was talking about was is how when we went to the uh, to Asbury, you got a sense of the spirit that was in that place. Like yeah. in other words, like like and and part of that sense of that spirit that was in that place was a desire for God. You remember how I, uh, and I've said it, I mean, I say this uh, normally, but I, I know I said it recently on the, on the podcast that the one thing that I, not the one thing, but, but something that I, I recognize about the Roman Catholic church is they know how to build like a worshipful environment. Yeah. Like, like a you, church, you step like into the, you step right. into that church and it feels like you're stepping out of the world and into something different. Mm. Right. And that is exactly how I felt. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't we the that. structure. No, it wasn't. No, it no, no. Heart. I mean, you felt it outside, inside, all around. Yeah. I mean, it was the there was this presence of God, and um, it was it was it was amazing. I got a question um, as, uh, from that revival. So when y'all was down there, was it like like um, some of the results from the revival? Did y'all have people like sharing testimonies about yeah. man? I was seeking God and I came here and God moved in, in this mighty way for me or in this mighty way. Oh, I've been seeking the word. Did y'all have experience that? So it's important to recognize, and I'm sure you, y'all said it or maybe maybe you hadn't gotten to it. It's still going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? As we're recording this, it's still happening. And right now, that's uh, what I've been keeping track of is like right. people are giving their testimonies and, wow. and just talking. But it's all very... Um, uh, free, you know, there's the, 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 there, there's, I mean, where we did witness some people trying to control, control it. Yeah. Um, but, but it was just, it didn't, it didn't seem to do and, anything. And there it was didn't. almost a sense like when I was there immediately, when I heard somebody kind of like, they tried to start steering everybody and it's like, you wanted to, to almost interrupt those people and go, you don't need to steer this. It's being steered by Jesus. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so you're trying right now as a leader, probably with good intentions, sure. right, right, to steer this ship. 
And this ship is being guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, you don't need to, you don't, in fact, don't get out the way, just get out the way. You don't want to be a roadblock. And so, uh, it's the first time we were there. The first day we were there, when we got there, we heard a man speak and there was just, I I could tell because he started to direct us on, here's how we'll pray. This is how you need to pray for everybody. This is how you'll need to pray for everybody. Get together with these, these people and pray or it's normal stuff we hear in church all the time. Right. Right. But in, in this situation, in this setting, I could tell because in this, let me give you an example, Henderson, because, um, we'd be singing a song. Okay. Now, first of all, they didn't have any lyrics. Nobody knew the lyrics to any of these songs. Um, I mean, we, we knew them from memory or we were learning them. And, um, there was no screens or anything like that for, for when we were, uh, at the main part. And, uh, so as we would sing, if everybody knew the song, the worship was about as powerful as you've ever mm. heard. Like everybody was singing, they were singing, uh, to God. See, that's the difference is like what, right. what really struck me was it wasn't just that they were all singing loud. Yeah. You can be in a room of people singing loud mm but they don't have the intention to sing those lyrics to God. Right. You know, like, like when you say what a powerful name it is, Amen. you could say that. But when you say what a powerful name Jesus is, like right. that his name is right, so right. powerful. Amen, that like, is. And, and you're all agreeing together. It's, yeah. the, it's the great amen of, of, right. of the people. Right. And so we would do that, right? We would, we would know a, a song, but then all of a sudden we wouldn't know a song. Yeah. And, um, and so those who knew it would sing, those who didn't would immediately start, start praying. praying. Right. Yeah. But everybody start praying. Nobody told us to. Yeah. Right. Nobody said, uh, now yeah. when we're singing and we don't know, why don't y'all be praying? You know, right. I have a, no. I have a little theory right. about this. What why we, why, why we witnessed mm. the leaders, the, the teachers, the maybe even pastors. I don't know who we were listening to, yeah. but it's like, they've never experienced this before. Yeah. It's new to everybody. It's new and to so everybody. everybody tries to follow and fall in their comfort. This is how I serve the Lord. Right. I serve the Lord by leading and telling people, right. directing people in their prayers and their intentions right. and all of mm. that. And, you and, know, I mean, on a college campus, right. like I, sh- I shepherd yeah. all these students. And so you just fall into your default mode. But the thing is, is this is something different. Yeah. And you've, you've never, you're useless here. Yeah. You're yeah. as useless as everybody Amen. else because the only one that matters is Jesus. Is Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thank God for that revival that's going on, man. Um, because it's needed here in America today. It's needed, obviously. Obviously, at Ashbury campus is needed here in Madisonville and Covington. Yeah. And yeah. Well, Harris. I'll tell you, and that's where I was kind of And last night. I was very convicted about it because I have been trying to control it myself. Mm-hmm. I have been adamant that I wanted to, like, find a way of live streaming what was happening there here right. and open the doors and let people in St. Tammany come and experience it. And, yeah. and um, you know, if the Lord wants it to be here. It's Lord will make come. it. It's, gonna, like, it's not going to be gonna because come. John Chetta said, right. I got the an right idea. Plan. You got the right plan. Yeah. Right? yeah. So now yeah. Yeah, so. revival's coming because we had the right plan. Yeah. No, revival comes because the Lord's people seek God. Amen. And you that's know? what, you know, I, as much as it frustrated me, Asbury's doing it the right way. The yeah. reason why they're not allowing that to happen is because it's sacred what's happening. Yeah. And and they want to keep it sacred. Yeah. And, and, and so there's, there's been as with any movement of God and any, any, anything where you see a lot of people together, there's going to be, um, all kinds of 
missteps or people doing what people do right. infiltration all that kind of stuff people fighting against it right um right you know there's going to be all that sort of stuff going on and there has been there's been amen you know there's been people with good intentions and even now i rebuke that in jesus name in even jesus from this podcast name. man i pray amen. a mighty movement of god would happen in that place i played i pray that people would just become on fire for the lord young amen. people older people they would actually would be revived yes yeah. Amen. Yes. That's in Jesus name. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. We pray, we pray that. Yes, we pray that. Um, so yeah, you see, you see it with like some great leaders who've come along, right. Uh, in the church and they've said, Hey, we'll, uh, we'll help y'all. Yeah, we'll, we know how to, we, we know, know how, how to, to do this. We'll get up and we'll, yeah. we'll do all that kind of stuff. And, and Asbury's done it right because they've said, no, we'll stick with the, the students who started it. Right. And you know what I mean? Right, we'll right, stick with right. the students who were yeah, here, big name who were here seeking to... people, seeking Whoa. God when there was only 20 people here. Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and so like when you see that and that, that's, that, that's what strikes me. Did you, you know? tell your story about the person that was like, this one's not for me? Uh, he missed the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so did. people writing a lot of articles about it right now. Okay. Um, and one of the guys who wrote about it, he said, and this happened in 1970. I actually started wa- watching a documentary about the 1970s. I, I started watching Did it. you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in 1970, a very similar movement happened, and all the um, students once again filled up the room, and then it started to expand, just like, just like of what's exactly what's happening right now. And in 1970, there was a guy who said, um, he, he wrote this article. He said, I missed the, the revival in 1970. He said, I was like two or three days out, you know, and by the time he got there, it was over. Wow. And so he talked about how, you know, he, he kind of missed that revival and he said, but I'm going to miss this one too. And he said, but it's for a different reason. It's not because I can't go there. And I think he, he might've even gone. I don't remember what, it, what he said, but, um, but he said, but it's not for me. This revival isn't for me. It's for this new generation. He's mm-hmm. now an older man, you know? And he said, I, you know, I'm, I have my relationship with God and, and all this type of stuff, but, but God is awakening the new generation who we need to okay. know. We need yeah. them to know Jesus. Amen. And, uh, and so I felt like that mm-hmm. with us while we were there, we weren't like, that's what I was saying. Like when you were saying like, what were you seeking going there? You know, we weren't in some sense, I'm mean, at least for me, I wasn't in some sense seeking, uh, a revival for myself. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wanted to just see, I, uh, I had this feeling first. I did have a feeling like you have to go. Like yeah, I, I, I really, I, like you have to yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, but I, I initially thought I was going to be part of something that, was just we were gonna part of history. Yeah, you know right. this was something that doesn't happen often, and God is moving in a Amen. in a not a new way, but with new people. And right. and so I wanted to see it. I wanted to see these things that we read about in the Bible. I wanted to see it. Yeah. And um and and so yeah, very much a spectator. Right. I went as a spectator. Me too. And uh, I don't know though. I I I I got a lot out of it. Oh yeah. You know, so I, so this I will tell you. I, I didn't realize how badly I I needed that. Uh, yeah, me too. So I'll tell you this part of the story. So we went there uh, for the first day and um, we heard that guy kind of seemed like he was trying to control it. We left. We came back. Um, and when we came back, it, the, the main building had been filled to capacity. Mm. Yeah. So go tell them that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. So so they're like, we're walking up and the guy's like, you too many people in here. Uh, you got to go. We, we've got it playing in the, the simulcast is going in the chapel down this, you know, kind of not right. far from it. And I'll tell you, I didn't say anything, 
Uh, but I think Josh had the same kind of feeling. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, like, this can't possibly man. be. We're going to have to watch it on TV. Yeah, we're going to be watching man. it on the screen. Like, at a, like I want to be in the room as if God's, you know, that's where God is, you know? Like, right. it's, it's like in my mind, I'm like, you know, in hindsight, I look at it, I'm like, I'm definitely oh, putting man. God in a box there, literally. <laughs> I was putting God in that building. Yeah. But, um. The, uh, so I was, I was like, ah, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. And so we, we get into this, the, the auxiliary, like it was actually the chapel of the uh, seminary. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so we go in there and I, you know, I'm, I didn't never ask a preacher how many people are in a church, but, um, I would say like 30 or 40 people. Like when we went in there, it was like kind of sparse and they had a plan and I was like, oh, this isn't the same. And so, but we get into our, our seats and start praying, start singing. And I'm telling you, it must've been five minutes, five minutes. It was packed. And to it the got, yeah, it was over capacity. They had to start mm. sending them. To yeah. The I saw one. a line of them wow. out of this window. I looked to the left. I'm like, where, where are all these people going? There was another chapel. Was another they had chapel they were filling up. And it wow. was wow. the same spirit. Was oh yeah. Moving the in there. moment. So they're playing the worship on the screens right. and the moment they get to a line, we all know. Mm. The whole room erupts. Yeah. And so like everybody in our room erupts. And like right. and suddenly you're like, Oh, no, this isn't about a place. Yeah, exactly. This is about <laughs> exactly. God. This is about God. Exactly. God God mm. uh so so there was stuff we learned. Yeah. You know, there was stuff uh, or Absolutely. or that convicted us in, yeah. in that time. But right. the next day when we went we went back, we just went three times and okay. then we left. Um but the the next day we went to the main, which I am starting to regret a little bit. I'm like, oh, just a little bit. Well, more. the thing is, the thing you got from it was Henderson. You know what this is like? Is uh, when you feel the spirit of the Lord, you never want to. Yeah. You never right. want to. You never want to feel less of the spirit. Right. You just want more. And so we we kind of we we felt like at least I felt like being there, we could stay there forever. Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, but I also knew John. I had this feeling like the whole time I was like. It's okay though to leave. It's okay anytime to leave, you know. And so there was there was no there was no guilt. There was no. Oh, I didn't feel guilt. Yeah, I didn't feel like oh uh, my faith is you know like we're leaving. No, I stay there selfishly. Yeah, you know, like it was like I just want. It was so I've never been I've never experienced anything like that in my life where everybody was there for one reason and nobody like I didn't get the impression anybody was posturing you know like because that's church you know yeah, I mean right. people put on their smiles for church this right. was the most it was the most authentic experience and I think people were vulnerable I mean you know I can tell you I've I'm, I'm one of the frozen chosen I am I make I'm, I joke yeah. about it but I am I'm not I, I'm not one of those yeah. you know like <laughs> calling frozen. field goals I, while I'm preaching or yeah, praying man. you know like I can do uh yeah I did a little elbow like, yeah this that's is about it. This is, I can't <laughs> if we go over this extension it's too much for yeah. me it's too much but I it got me a couple of times and I found myself like you know like yeah, I mean man. I was just like opening up even just opening bo- up yeah, the 100% right. oh completely uh, completely amen that because you'd get to a part of a song that yeah. was cheering. Death could not hold you. Oh no, Amen. we just lost every listener. You. Amen. You Amen. know what I mean? Yeah. And and you suddenly hearing death couldn't hold Jesus. Yeah, and, it was and powerful. so everybody's going, No, it couldn't hold you, Jesus. Yeah, it couldn't yeah, exactly. hold you. You know, no, it they were singing affirmation. It yeah. was yeah. like it was affirming the it words. It was affirming the words. Wow, man. That would have been good. Would've, now I'm starting to feel like man, y'all should <laughs> oh, see, yeah, come no, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, Listen, y'all didn't invite me. Come on, man. No, we haven't even started. Y'all didn't invite me. Why are y'all telling Henderson about this? Henderson, I know. Henderson, they're like, why wouldn't Henderson? 
listen there. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, listen. Because we're know, bad friends. You're bad friends. <laughs> no, the truth is, is that, you know, it was last minute. Didn't invite Henderson to come. And, wow. uh so sorry. Bad wow. friends. So I'm bad friends. Jeez. Amen. And but but ask also ask <laughs> Henderson. Amen. This is what Amen. the listeners Amen. listeners need to Say ask <laughs> need to ask Henderson if he invited us to the revival. He's <laughs> the going revival to tomorrow, huh? Because I don't think we were invited to look, that revival. I, in my defense, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of red tape at the revival. <laughs> it's inside the prison center, so we got true. a lot. Of, nah, true. but y'all, you guys probably could definitely could have got approved to come in. But yeah. on another note, I just sense God is moving, man. I just sense that, man. Let's just try to keep it in prayer, man, and keep yeah. things going because I'm thinking and 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 um, because about I think it was about maybe a week or two weeks tops ago. Um, the prison, the chaplain at the prison at Rayburn called me and asked me if I would love, if I would like to come and be a part of the revival mm-hmm. that they're gonna have inside the prison setting, and would I, you know, you know, share a word with the brothers that up in there. And obviously, I'm always looking for an opportunity to, you know, to share God's word with God's people. So I, I told him, yeah, right. And then, in the midst of all that, and then preparing in the midst of all that, and they got this revival that's taking place right now in Ashbury. So yeah. I just see that God oh, is up yeah. to something. Yo, really up to God something. God is up to something. And I'm looking for, man, I'm just looking for a mighty move of God in my life and inside the life, in the life of the God that's actually in the prison. Yeah. Or, you know, over the course of this weekend coming up. And not only that, in the life of the people down in Ashbury, Kentucky, man, I'm looking yeah. for mm. God to move. Not only that, and just in America, period, right. in the world, right? In jo- the car, in the car of the people who are listening right now, uh, you know, uh, having a, having an experience with the Lord, knowing knowing how how desperately that we really do need Him, and how good right. He is, how Amen. close He is to that's us. That's right. And, I love uh, the scripture you sent me this morning, in Romans five twenty, and it's it just tells you this is that's why it's perfect timing. It says, uh, "But where sin increased, grace increased all the more." Amen. That's right. That's and right. it's like that's. Like that was my that was my scripture for the day. Oh yeah, like Wait, as was I was really? no as I was reading. I'm reading through Romans right uh-huh. now. Like when I go through the Bible, I just go through it the for the whole year. That's where I am right now. Right and, all right. And when I read it, because John was like, John said, you know, we see all the stuff going wrong around the the world right now, and and like we see the devil rearing his head, like just mm-hmm. being bold. And he's like, and that's why I think God is being, you know, just he said, oh, you think you're bold, mm, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so where sin increased grace increased Amen. all the all the more all was the my more. favorite yeah, yeah. was Amen. my favorite part of that scripture all the more yeah all the more than than sin sin That's can't right. outdo grace so I, it can, amen to that yeah it can uh, never amen. outdo grace i don't know if this is going to come out as 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 clearly or as as powerfully as it was there but i did i took an audio recording and because of our like high techy uh okay. you know iPod, super high tech yes yeah, super okay. high tech uh board i can play it for you i'm gonna try um, th- th- this is just an idea of how many people were there. And, uh, you, I think you'll, you'll kind of hear what we mean when we say it's just people, just the swell of, of mm. praise kind of took on a life of its own. And, um, to some extent you can't even hear the worship leader at times. Like mm. it's just, there's so many voices, but let me, let me, let me try. I'm going to bring this in here.
Praise God. Yeah, praise God. I didn't want to stop it, but, you know. It's awesome. It, it's. Amen. So, yeah. So, um, and I'd say, like, so with, with, with John and I, we didn't have really too many expectations. And we knew we were going to be flies on the wall. We knew this was for their generation too, you know, which is wonderful. Isn't that great? That's right. Praise God, Amen. right? So, but, but um, the last time we went, we went to the main floor and I had this intention. I just, I just kind of knew, I knew, I thought the whole time, as I said, I think mm. I'm going to go to the altar at some point um, to, to kneel down and pray, praise the Lord. And so we were sitting all the way in the back in the main floor we just gotten there at nine in the morning. The, the, the piano leader had been playing, um, all night mm. from what we could see. Like he looked exhausted mm-hmm. and, um, couple times some people would go up to him. It seemed like they were probably saying, I don't have no clue if they were saying this, but they were probably saying like, we got somebody you can, you can, you can stop if you want. And right. he was like, one more song, you know, right. like yeah. he just, he kept yeah, wanting to play sure. and it was peaceful. It was, uh, very serene. The room was starting to fill up and, uh, uh, we looked down at the, the altar, um, and, um, somebody had gotten up and started there. That was you. I was in my own world during that time. Yeah. So he, so I got up and I was like, I'm going down to the altar. So I went, I got up. You said, I'll be back. I said, I'll be back. And so I'm thinking like he's going outside to make a call or I don't know, (laughs) go to the restroom. Like, and (laughs) he thought he didn't hmm. even see me go forward. I was like the whole time when I came back and told him, he's like, where were you? And then, uh, so I went down and, um, I kneeled before the altar and immediately some, a young man who was the whole time praying for people and holding a Bible came up to me, put his hand on me and began to pray for me. Wow. And he just asked the Lord to, to bless me and to, to, to pour it out on me. And that broke. I mean, I got crushed. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was, I was starting to sob a little bit cause the Lord was crushing me. And, um, this man then came up to me and goes, uh, can I, he, he's like, are you, are you okay? Can I, can I pray for you? And I'm like, Oh man, I'm, I'm great. And right. he, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the best place right okay, now, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and the guy's like, he's like, just soak it up, brother. Just soak mm. it up. And, uh, and so at that point I got up and wiping my tears, trying to not to let see the whole crowd <laughs> that I'm weeping like a child <laughs> go up to, to, and I go sit down next to John and I go, John, you ought to go up there. And, uh, and cause he's like, Oh, I thought you just, going. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. You know you there. There. But he, so John goes up there. Yeah. And, so uh, like, I mean, even though we were both preachers, um, we're both introverts. Um, and so like, the, I like, like to be in the back of the church. Yeah. Right? My, my, uh, my nightmare situation is being in front of people. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't get a, a charge from it or whatever that, you know, like I don't right. like it. And so when he was like, look, if the Lord's put it on your heart, you should definitely go to go, right. go, go to the altar. And in, inside immediately I was like, Oh no, there's no way I'm doing that. Like, and then I kept feeling that nudge to go. And so finally I was like, no, all right. Mm. I think I do. Yeah. I think I need to go. And yeah, so I made my way down there and knelt down in front of the altar and, uh, Again, same kind of similar. I don't know who it was. I didn't look, uh, but somebody put their hand on my shoulder and started praying for me. Oh, you know who the first one was? Mm. The guy who came up to me and said, you all right? Oh, yeah, that was yeah, him. Yeah, that was him. Okay. So, um, but, uh, and yeah, I had a, a very um, interesting, I, I've never, it's, how do I word that without, uh, 
So like, I've never like spoken in tongues, right? I've never been given the gift of tongues. Um, but that was the closest thing I can ever say to that. Like, because this, the prayer mm. within me, right. it wasn't from my mind. It was just, it just like, there were things that normally if I'm praying, I'm very like, I'm trying, okay, what, what do I need to say to the Lord? What do I want to include this? I want to include, right. like, it's like, I kind of turn it into an assignment. Right. And, uh, he was praying in the spirit. <laughs> I was, I, it's you were the, praying it is the, the closest spirit. thing I've ever, yeah. And, and what a perfect thing, because it's kind of what we were, we've been trying to trying talk about to, right. recently, but, um, yeah, like I, like this, the prayers just erupted from me yeah. and, and, and like, I, I don't even think I've ever, I'm not that fast. My brain is not that fast. Yeah. And it was just rattling off all the, all the things that we needed in the community, all the things right. that I was praying for the right. United Methodist church, the leadership, the, the, you know, the churches that have disaffiliated at this point, I mean, or, or my, my own church, you know, which is kind right. of an, a, a, a strange, um, right. Limbo period. Um, and so like, it just all came out and it was, uh, I mean, t- tears started happening and then that guy, uh, let off and then I felt another hand a little bit later and it was just it was all very powerful and uh I absolutely came back just as snotty and tearful as, as Josh <laughs> he was did. red-eyed oh mm. man I was like just I hadn't I'd never never I mean I've had some mountaintop moments and and in fact some what I would call like kind of even charismatic dare I say moments where I've been felt like I was on the mountaintop that yeah. time I was slain, slain in, in the, the spirit, spirit even though it had nothing to do like my, you know, I don't, I don't mm. know if I've told that story yet, but, um, and I won't, I won't get into it now. Uh, Cause it's kind of a lengthy story, but, um, I, there was an opportunity where people were getting slain in the spirit and I kind of was in a sense pressured to, to go up and, uh, it didn't work out the first time and my faith started collapsing. And so I have felt this nudge to get back in line. And by the time I got up to the priest again, um, he didn't even get his arm away from his hip barely. And I was like on the floor and just, like it was like clear that nothing and I knew that I knew in that moment it was like this it's not the man it's it's not the building it's, not the building. it's, it's none of this and I'm not saying this is ever going to happen again or could it even be recreated in my life God was showing Amen. up just it for is. me right then Amen. you know and and Henderson I think I'm glad that you didn't go like that you want me to tell you why <laughs> tell me why I, <laughs> I think you need to hear this I think you need to hear this so it's exactly what John just said there okay so, um, I forgot what did I say? You said that it wasn't the man, oh, it yeah, wasn't yeah, the yeah. place. Okay. Right. And, um, so all right. what he's saying there, I had a feeling from the Lord that that was what he was going to teach me. I don't know why he was just, he was just making me very peaceful the whole time. All I right. wasn't trying to pressure anything or want anything from God that was beyond what God wanted to give me. Right. And, um, and when I, when we flew home, uh, we got home tired, woke up the next day, did Bible study, did my normal day activities. And let me tell you something. They were blessings. All of them were blessings because the whole time I, I knew that it's not there. I didn't come down from the mountain. Like when we were talking about, we talked about the scripture where Jesus is transfigured before the disciples mm. and how amazing it would have been for them. And how Peter was like, it's good that we should be here. Let's build these shelters so we can always stay here basically. Yeah, yeah. But, but Jesus brings the disciples down the mountain. But what strike me struck me about that text as John and I were talking about it and about our experiences is when they came down the mountain, who was still with them? Right. That's Jesus right. was, that's right. Jesus was the whole point. Wasn't the transfiguration of Jesus the whole point was Jesus is the thing they needed in their lives. When I came home 
and we finished this, uh, I finished this Bible study all my normal day. It was a beautiful day where I just knew the Lord was with me. Come home at night, and I decide I'm going to go out and I'm going to worship the Lord. And so I'm going to walk around my street, and uh, and I'm going to put on my earphones, listen to some music. It wasn't this praise and worship, you know, that we just listened to. It wasn't like it wasn't the most amazing worship, mm. you know, that I had ever heard. Um, but here's what happened: the Lord is still very much with me, right? And He's with you, That's right. and He's with John, and. And in that moment, he blessed me more than he blessed me at the altar. And the reason he did, I think, because it was, and I'm just going to tell you all, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to hold it back from you. But as I'm walking down the street, it felt like the whole sky was compressed. Okay. And that uh, the, the Lord, who is the Lord of the heavens and the earth, Amen. was drawing very near to me. Right. And I was overwhelmed and I was, I was crying. I could at that moment have kneeled down on the street and prayed to God. I started to just pray for the houses, you know, as I was passing the houses for the people in the houses. Cause before, unless they, like I saw one of their faces, then I scurried away like sure, a, a scared child, Yeah, you know, but, but as I'm walking, that's what struck me. And so what it struck me is this, is, is, is this, is that we can go to a place like Asbury and recognize something that we should have recognized before okay. Asbury. It's not something that's added to us. It's something that we should have known all along. And the thing we should have known all along is worship is about seeking me. Right. Worship is about desiring me with your whole heart. Worship right. is understanding that when you sing out, it's singing out to me. Well, hmm. just as we, uh, just as we silently were doubting that, the Lord would be at the other <laughs> chapel, you yeah. know, like in the same way that it was like, Oh yeah. no, it's in this building. That's where the magic's that's happening. That's where the that's magic where the, is. That's right. where the miracles, yeah. you know, that's the, miracle. you know, but, uh, in the same way, it's like, God isn't confined by space and time. No, He's And the, the Bible tries to teach us that because they tried to curse. They tried to curse the Israelites on the mountains and that didn't work. So he thought, well, let's go curse them on the plains. Cause certainly the God can't be the God of both the mountains and the plains, but that didn't work either because our God is not a God of the mountains or the plains. Our God is the God of the universe. Right. And no matter where we are, no matter what church we're a part of, no matter what, what setting we're in revival happens in the human heart Amen. and, that. and brings Amen. us back from Amen. the dead. And we have connection to revival every single day. If we, if we, we draw closer to him. So I really didn't need to be there. Yeah. You didn't need to be there. <laughs> Amen. Okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so he said all that. He gave me all this thing. Uh, said it was all right, man. Better, said, what, do you think? what do you think? Do you, you feel think better, I'm, Josh? What do you think? You think I'm right or what do you think I I'm mean, wrong? No, I think you're right for sure. But, you know, okay. it, it would have been, nice be been nice to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, amen. No, and look, I'm gonna invite you next amen. time. I promise nah, it's that. all good. Yeah, I promise amen. that. But so, yeah, I mean, man, it was only God, 50 you know, years since the last ones. So, yeah, really. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get it together yeah. next, yeah. Time. Man, next I time. I shared with a guy this morning, man. I gave him a, um, and, and thank God for that, brother, man. I, I gave him a Jesus calling book a few days ago, a little mm. devotional, and he was sharing with me this morning what he read, and he was like, you know something, Henderson, man. A lot of people think he was just sharing. He's like, a lot of people think that you know God is just so far away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He said, man, I just don't believe that, man. Mm -hmm. God is close to us, man. He lives in our heart. And I agree with him. I was like, man, that's very much true. And I said, man, look, God is definitely close. And I know he lives in Brother Palmer. Mm -hmm. 
He lives in me. So if you next to me, I'm not just bragging on myself. Right. But <laughs> you next to God. Me, man, you got to send Who man, wants God to touch is, me? God is near. <laughs> he's God near. is definitely near. He's, he's not near. that far, man. Yeah, but yeah. He's, he lives inside of us, just like you say. He's yeah. in our hearts, man. Yeah, so. why does Matthew end with Jesus saying to the disciples, and surely I am with you yeah. always. always? Absolutely. Always. Yeah, to the end of the earth. That's to right. the end of the earth. I think yeah. that's, that's what Jesus brought uh, to the Israelites and, and, and then, of course, to, to the rest of the world is that God was always at a distance. Mm -hmm. God was something, either the God or gods or right. whatever people were into. It was always, you know, this thing that's far away. And, um, and even in, I think, Judaism, the idea of going to God personally and having that personal relationship. And, right, so holy. Yeah, mm, it's so just good. too holy. It's, you know, it's and, just, it's, yeah. and so it was Jesus that allowed us to, right. to get close. Yeah, to get close to it. And I, in a sense, I think, and I go out on a limb because words like this are dangerous, <laughs> but it also allowed God to get close to us without destroying us. That's right. You know, that's and, right. And so it's like to that have was, a relationship yeah, with his, it was his the just, broken creatures yeah. who constantly go against him. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. Now we approach the throne of God with confidence. That's right. How can we approach the throne of God with confidence? That's right. Because I've surely never acted good enough to approach the throne of God no, with indeed. confidence. Right. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I haven't done enough no. in order to approach the throne of God with confidence. Mm. But I will tell you what, I can approach the throne of God with confidence Amen. because of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, and uh, and so like that was what I was grateful, you know, of, of having gone there that the Lord would say, look, Josh, the, if there's anything you're missing, it's just knowing the truth, which is, is that I'm with you always. Right. Amen. I'm with you always. There's not, you know, yeah, there's, there's some great moments where he exposes himself to, it was probably a bad word, but he, he expresses who he is hmm. to a large group. Right. And, uh, and they come to know him. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, Hmm. You know, with us who, who have the spirit, he's with us right now. That's and anybody right. who has, who's listening to this, who has the spirit of God with them, Amen. he's not far from any one of you for yeah. you live and you breathe and you have your being within him. I mean, if Paul could say the pagans even have a saying that's true of our God, you right. know, then we've got to also realize that God is, is close. He's not far away. Yeah. Um, so that was our revival experience. Amen. Henderson, what do you think? I think it was no, it's a, it was an awesome experience, man. And again, I just thank God that you know that people are seeking God, and they are looking for a move yeah. of God because you don't just have a revival just for the sake. It, there, and, and in that instant at Asbury, it wasn't planned. Yeah, one plan. And so that revival is happening because the spirit of God is moving, and people are recognizing it, and then it's coming and they bowing down and they worshiping and they expecting that God would show up in their lives and show up in their situations. And it, look. It's almost like I'm having a revival right now, man. Yeah. I'm expecting. Praise God. Even right now, man. Yeah. I'm expecting. I just pray that God will continue that movement. That you know, Why don't you pray us out? Yeah. I definitely will. That started at Asbury and that it would just continue on throughout the churches and throughout the lives of God people that still here in the earth. Right? Yes. Amen. And I'll pray us out, man. I just, uh, we have a revival coming up this weekend myself, and I just pray that God would even move in that situation yes. just as it's moving at Asbury as he would have it move. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father God, we just thank you for another blessed and beautiful day, Father God. We thank you for your forgiveness, and we pray, Father, that you will forgive us from all of our sins, yes. Father God, and that yes. you will wash, wash our slate, Father God, by Clean. the blood of Jesus Christ, Father God. We thank you for the precious blood of the Lamb, Father God, and we also thank you that 
you left us here, your spirit, Father God. You say that you would not leave us nor forsake us, Father God. You left your spirit here, Father God, and we yes. know that you live within us. And, Father, I just pray that your spirit would just continue to move on our hearts, Father God, and just control, Father God, the things that's in our minds, Father God, so that we can worship you, Father God, and that we would not sin against you, Lord. And, Father, we just ask that you would just continue to guide us, guide the people in Ashbury, guide yes, the churches, Father God, guide our pastors, our leaders, Father God, the prison ministry, Father God, and everything that you are doing, Father God, here in the earth realm, Father God, God, the ministry, Father God, that's worldwide, Father God, that people will begin to seek you, Father God, yes. so that we can worship you, Father God, and that we can live a life, Father God, that Jesus promised us, Father God. In the book of John 10, he said he came that we would have life and that life more abundantly, Father God. And we pray that you would just give us that life through your spirit, Father God, and give us that peace that, that we can enjoy, Father God, that only you can give. And we thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email. So make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thank you.